Welcome, everybody. We have a special guest in the house, Mr. Todd. Everybody knows him <laughs> from running around on the street and the field and everywhere else taking pictures. But now we have to sit him down and actually talk to him. <laughs> yeah. Todd, welcome to the program, my brother. Thank you for having me. Man, I just want to start by saying, man, we really, really, truly appreciate you for everything you've done for the community here in Seattle and just the areas around. So welcome to the program. Thank you. And man, I want to thank you for just taking the time to, to be here because you're a busy man. You you work a day job and, and you do all these things, and um, but you still find time to have a life. Yeah. I have to. It's fun. <laughs> All right. So before we dive into it, you know, why don't you introduce yourself, who you are, your name, and uh, what you do? So I'm Todd Stefan. I've, well, see, I graduated with a business degree. I work at Boeing for my day job, uh-huh. and photography is a fun side job. Yeah, yeah. That's great, man. So you're rocking the Seahawks. So that, that simply means that you, you love the Seahawks, <laughs> like the rest of us. I love the Seahawks, well, and all Seattle teams. Yeah, and at some point, your your your, your hair was blue. I remember that. That was last season, right? Or oh, it's two I, seasons away. Two or so years ago, but yeah. I don't think Boeing would approve of my blue and green neon <laughs> I was, hair. I was just going to say that. <laughs> but that was fun. You know, I remember your, your, your hair was like blue and greenish. You know, that was that was cool. It was the color of the jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so speaking of the Seahawks, what do you think about the season so far? Like? you know, where they are now. I think they look pretty good. I yeah. feel if they play to their level, they can win a lot of games. Yeah. And hopefully do very well in the postseason. Are you scared of the defense, the way it looks shaky sometimes? I think it's a the, question of... They just, have tried to give me heart attacks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I was telling my family, I'm like, you know, this, this Seahawks, man, they can give you a heart attack if you're not careful, you know, because you know, it's, it's a lot of... Uh, the Ram game <laughs> almost gave me one, I think. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, but but Todd, you know, seriously, um, how, for how long have you been following the Seahawks? Because you've you you you've been around. You know, there, there's a twelve family out there, and you're part of the family. So, for how long have you been, you know, part of the Seahawks? I've been following them for yeah. most of my life, but I was well, I was born after they came around. So yeah. probably. So young, 86 or so when I yeah. was at least six, so I could remember some things. Yeah. And uh, so we, we, before we go back to football, but I want to talk about uh, some of the things that uh, that you've done. You know, okay. we always know you're a professional in business, but then you, you also do a lot of uh, community events Correct. And, and you provide um, services uh, f- such as photography. And I want to thank you for you working with us because you, you are such a pivotal uh, part of Channel ATV, you're out there, you're presenting us well, you know what to do, you know where to be, you're always on time, you always execute photos and footage on time. So that's, uh, that's, that's a commendable job, man. So I want to publicly just thank you for, you know, being who you are and, and just, you know, for giving us the opportunity to work with you. Thank you. Yeah, man. So it's my pleasure. Yeah, you work with the UW, you know, where's your mind at? When, I've <laughs> when done that College football. I've done that since 2012. Yeah. And first year i didn't yeah really believe i would get the access until yeah they told me and even then i still didn't believe it yeah but i had enough photography experience outside of it yeah so i guess it worked out yeah it worked out for the for the for the better and and now you've created uh relationships and now you know the, the directors yeah. and stuff like that and so it was easy even when we started working together a few years ago uh it was it was just you picking up from where you left up yes yeah and some of the 
yeah, the directors, band people, yeah, people who carry the cables on the sidelines all know me, or yeah. we recognize each other from all the games. Yeah. So most of the people don't know that we go through some crazy stuff, which is like you yes. know sometimes you know football players come and knock you out, <laughs> you know, <laughs> unconscious. Sometimes they knock your cameras yes. away and stuff like that. You know, you've had been, <laughs> you've had your share of that as well. <laughs> so. I've had. Quite a few close yeah. calls yeah. or some interesting situations. And I was knocked out my first season photographing right. UW at the Apple Cup in Pullman. Right. I don't remember it because I had an amnesia and a concussion, but yeah. it thankfully I guess it was on national TV, so I Yeah, there's I, footage. We got footage out there. <laughs> <laughs> I someone posted that on my Facebook page. So yeah. when I realized where I was, yeah. I looked at my phone saw the video and I was like, oh, that's what happened. Yeah. It's it's so. crazy because, you know, they, they you know, I, I'm, you're not a small guy. I'm not a small no. guy. We are pretty tall. But, uh, you know, when we are on the sideline and we're doing what we do, we look, we are the shortest people on the field, you know, <laughs> some of the shortest people. And uh, yes, how do you react when, when they, you know, say the, the wide receiver is coming towards you, they're about to grab the ball, and what do you do? You have a camera, you have two cameras in your hands. Well, you know, what's the first instinct that kicks in for you? The two are hanging off my shoulders and the one's around my neck. Yeah. Hopefully I have the right one to get the picture. <laughs> right. And also I back away a lot quicker ever since... I was knocked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not. I'll get another picture if I miss this one. Yeah, for for me, the the, the first thing that I look at is where the boy is going. Because yes. if you the boy is coming towards you, then you just know somebody's coming to knock you out. And it's you know where the other players are too. Because exactly. when I got knocked out, I didn't see the guy coming across the field to shove him yeah. out of bounds. I see, I see. Uh, yeah, so yeah. That's I didn't. Right, I didn't anticipate it. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was interesting. But that, that's a cool story. You know, you have a cool story about it. But most importantly, Todd, a lot of people see you. A lot of people yes. know you. But they don't know some of the things that you've gone through. And, and one of the reasons why we created the podcast was to give the community an opportunity for us to tell our own stories, right? Yeah. So uh, for years, some people may not know you. You know, you, were, you, know, you struggled with yes. uh, health issues and mental issues yep. at, at some point. And, and you're very public about it, you know. Can you tell us a little bit about just the history of that, if you don't mind, please? Sure. So in second grade, I got diagnosed with dyslexia. Mm -hmm. And I ended up going to a special school from third through sixth grade. So I learned, well, I was taught how, how to, I was taught differently in the, the way that worked for myself. Yeah. And then afterwards, between the teachers I had and my parents, they were like, if you try really hard, you know, in yeah. high school. And I did have some, um, what do you call it? Privileges, or not privileges, but yeah. accommodations. Yeah. So, like, I didn't have to use French, or I didn't have to do a foreign language because yeah. of the that, which I just couldn't yeah. do it. But if I worked hard, I still graduated top of my class yeah. in high school. And then I... Well, I did pretty well in college and got a degree, but you just have to learn to do things differently or differently. push and harder at your own pace too. Like correct. So, so at what point in your life did they diagnose you, like saying, "Okay, you you have dyslexia" or or anything like that? You know, how old were you when that happened? Well, let's see, it was I went to the school in third grade, so it would have been in second second grade yeah. sometime, which I have no idea how old I was, but yeah whatever second graders' ages are. Yeah, yeah. So, so so did that affect, you know, your normal uh, growing up? Like, it, uh, did, did kids bully you for some reason, you know, because you're not, a little bit different with them? And um, 
Not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, there's maybe some, but I went to the school where every other kids actually had it had dyslexia worse than I did, so yeah. it's it wasn't too bad. Yeah. And then when I got out of there and went to the norm, well, went to the school I went to for middle school and high school, it was. Mm -hmm. I mean, there might have been some, but overall, it was pretty standard. Yeah, standard growing Not up. Not <laughs> too different. I just had yeah. to work harder. I didn't have much of a social life in high school. Yeah, yeah. So you work with different people. You know, you Correct. work with people from, you know, different, you know, people of color, people, immigrants like myself, yes. and, and different people from all over the world. You know, what have you learned over the years that, you know, as different as we are, we are the same because we do the same things and we love the same things and we hurt and, and love the same, the same way. So what have you learned over the years? I think, well, I've worked with so many different people, and I still do because of who I work with at Boeing. Yeah. But they, everyone is similar. They all want to do a good job. Right. Most, I'd say the vast majority of people really do care. Yeah. It's just everyone's different. And then, then with cultures and race and yeah. all that, it's just everyone's different, and you got to take those differences and understand it. Yeah. Because sometimes in our communications, yeah, you just got to, well, communicate differently. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that can be the barrier. Yeah. And, and you, you're feeding any community. I've seen you in crazy communities sometimes, <laughs> you know, like, you know, and I'm like, what is Todd doing over here? <laughs> like, like yes. you know, but, but, but you fit in very, very well. And, and, and so you've talked about communication. You've learned about different ways of communicating with people and, and empathize with people and yes. understand that. So uh, going forward, what would you advise maybe somebody younger who's uh, struggling with uh, uh, not finding themselves quite understanding, like, you know, why they're different and how they should fit in, into the society? Well, maybe trying to find someone, an adult or a peer that's has the same thing or has gone through something similar. Yeah. Which is why I'm trying to help out at like my high school or yeah. if I see someone struggling on social media, I'll often reach out to them privately. Yeah. Because it just helps knowing other people have gone through similar situations. That's right. That's right. Or dealt with depression, which I've done off and on through my life too. So. Yeah. And how did you overcome that depression? For me, it's a lot of it, some of it's staying active, which yeah. is why I stay busy a lot yeah some of it's just having that positive something yeah. like my job at currently at work my day job is super stressful a lot yeah. and so sometimes it's hanging on to what I'm doing that evening or you know photographing the husky game on Saturday or yeah golf with my parents or skiing in the winter yeah so so you, you you're busy you're, you're pretty much busy you know I try <laughs> well I'm trying to do better at getting enough sleep as well yeah, well, that's, that's I don't a do a good too. job though. Yeah, that's, so, so where are you with relationships? Because I know that uh, you tried it and and it didn't quite work <laughs> out. You, you shared with me not doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, nobody's an expert when it comes to that, you know. So I am very single. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we need you to stay single. Not 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 quite like that, but we need you to stay single so you can focus because you, you're such a pivotal, you know, person in the community. But you still need, you know, you still need uh, relationships. Well, I have you know? close friends and yeah. It'll happen when it happens. Oh, yeah, at the right time. Yeah, at the right time. Yeah, so, but you learned something from that, at least. From every situation, yes. Yeah. I've learned, like, when I was married and got divorced, I learned. Yeah. I mean, I wish, 
I don't wish it didn't happen. I just wish maybe the length of time hadn't been quite that so long. So excruciating, yeah. yeah well, yeah. the marriage, it wasn't bad. We parted ways peacefully, mm-hmm. but I just maybe wish we would have figured that out you okay. know, in six years instead of 10. <laughs> so how did that fit into your depression when it came to... Uh, that... There were some, but my parents were supportive. I had... I wasn't involved in the 12th community. Yeah right then but i shortly after that i did so that's you know that helped just staying i mean a divorce no matter what is never fun but just staying active and having something to look forward to helps yeah well i appreciate you sharing something personal that most people don't even know that you've gone through well you know most don't because they knew me after that after that yeah yeah yeah. and you always up tempo you always you know, um, usually yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's let's on the lighter note. You know, my brother. You know, when when you go to let's let's, let's pick a husky game. When okay. you go to a husky game, you know, for for those of the people out there who've never had a chance to uh, even imagine what we see, right? So, what's the first thing that you do when you get to the stadium? Well, usually it's I go drop my big suitcase of a camera bag at in the media or the media workroom yeah, downstairs, and then I'll go. If I don't know already, I'll go verify what time the team's going to arrive so we can get, hopefully, the video of that. Yeah, so so you get there like three hours, four hours before the team. Even get yeah. Around that. Yeah. Part of it's to avoid traffic. Part of it's to yeah. get all that. Yeah. But I now know, well, she, well, I guess I have my name tag so she can read my name. But <laughs> the one band lady who watches for the team to come across the bridge mm-hmm. knows me. And so yeah. she'll, oh, you want to know the time? and. She would tell you. Yeah. I'll tell me. So I go up in the press box, make sure I'm there for that, and then. And you do such a good job because because they move us around in the press box too. So you step, <laughs> you go. You usually go because you're there before I do, and, and you look at uh, the name, and you say, okay, yeah, you know, we're sitting on whatever, number, row, whatever, yeah. whichever row, right? And then what do you do after that? Well, after I find out what time it is, I'll catch capture that on video. Yeah. On my phone. Well, I'm holding it and then also taking pictures in my other hand with my nice camera. Yeah. <laughs> it works yeah. pretty well yeah. by now. I, and then after that, I'll get that video posted. And then mm-hmm. usually, I think then I usually eat in the press box because yeah, the there's food's a lot served. of food. They, they, they feed us a lot of food. You know, yeah. like all, it's you only know. in the press box, but yeah. not, not down in the not media downstairs. room. Yeah. They don't yeah. feed yeah. us down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They put like bananas <laughs> and water and oranges and apples and stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's a cool experience, man. That's a cool experience. It's fun. So, so you know, do you miss being on the field when you know during the off season? Yes, to a degree, but I also work with the women's football league mm-hmm. and the semi-pro guys football league. So, yeah. and they play in the springtime. So, with that and their playoff schedule and all that, yeah, I don't have too many months. Without, without football, without football, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the cool. same as husky football, but yeah. It's and, and and you've had the opportunity to work with, uh, um, you know, Sea Wolves, which yes. is a new rugby team in Seattle, and uh, we're looking forward to the new season for you to to cover that as well. So, yeah. how was that experience? It was cool because they won the whole thing. Well, yeah, they won the second year in a row, and yeah, I've done some rugby at Magnuson Park before, but it's mm-hmm. it's different it's with a the fun pros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I. Almost think those guys are tougher than some of the football players. <laughs> Absolutely, and they, 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 there's no padding, man. Like it's 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 incredible. It's just incredible. I would crumble. Yeah, no, it's 
it's a very fun experience to be there too. Yeah, yeah. So, so you do all these things that we've talked about from photography and videos. Uh, what else makes Todd happy? Like, what makes you happy? Well, one big thing is skiing in the winter. Yeah, I'll do ice ski. Well, usually the expert level or steep or moguls or powder or trees or whatever the conditions right are suited for that day. Yeah. And so, so, so would you rate yourself as an expert or same I money? guess so. <laughs> I but, feel but, that's sort of bragging, but I guess I've done it for 30, well, since I've been about five. Really? Well, started cross country at five and then downhill in third grade. So I've been skiing for a long for, time. For a long time. Have you had any injuries from that? I did tear my ACL one time. Oh, that. man. But otherwise, oh, and then I had a concussion and amnesia from in eighth grade from skiing. So Man. that's uh, it sounds fun, but uh, not not the result of it. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I've skied long enough that I know what I'm doing. Yeah, and that's I'll good. I'll ski within my ability and the conditions. So that's good. That's good. It's just a release to get out in the mountains in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So what other what other hobbies do you have? Like, do you do you do anything different than than the obvious that we see on Facebook? Do you do anything else that most people be like, Todd, did you just do that? You know, do you <laughs> do you have anything like that? Anything else you do completely different from what we know? I don't not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I do well, I have occasionally got already too much at the tailgate, yeah. but I <laughs> missed the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't missed the game, but the game's fuzzy. Oh, the game is fuzzy. <laughs> I do golf. Some yeah, I haven't yeah. too much, just because I had the I've had the two different knee surgeries. But yeah, so so when you're filming a game, when you're taking pictures for that, for any whether it's college football or professional, um, you know what what is your most favorite moment of your job? I guess capturing whatever either the players on the sidelines, mm -hmm. the celebration after, or a great play. Yeah. Hopefully, well, that's you know, great catch. Well, it can be offensive or defensive. Yeah. Well, we're going to celebrate you, Todd, because you're such a, like I said before, you're such a pivotal, um, you know, member of the community, the 12 community, and we appreciate everything you've done over the years, man. You know, may God bless you and just continue on, you know, being authentic. You're a very, very solid brother, and it's just a pleasure working with you and uh, working alongside you as well. So... Uh, do you have any last words for your 12th family? <laughs> <laughs> Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Yeah, you sound like Russell Russell right now. <laughs> yeah, man. So um, I want to thank you definitely thank you. For, for showing up today. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you. So just continue, continue doing what you do because you love the community and we all love you, man. Yeah, so you. God bless you and, uh, you know, take care of yourself. Well, you heard it first here at Channel ATV, and we had the pleasure to talk to Mr. Todd. Thank you. you for, <laughs> thank you for having me. No problem, man. It's a good, it's a good, good, good thing to see you here at the studio, and uh, we can't wait to see you next on the field. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is Davis one more time from uh, Channel ATV, and we stay loving you and giving you the best that we can. Thank you.